Welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. I am so happy you're here. If you want to create a beautiful home that isn't cookie cutter or a trendy copy of someone else's, you're in the right place. And if you don't want to hurt your wallet or the planet to get one of those dream homes. And you can get started with my brand new quiz called Fix My Room. It's actually more of an assessment tool, but the word quiz, I think, sounds better because it's it's really easy to do. Just answer 20 multiple choice questions and you'll be pinpointing why your room isn't working, why it feels off, and why maybe your previous efforts haven't really panned out. Or maybe you're fairly happy with your room, but you want to make sure that your design choices are going in the right direction. Visit our website at slowstylehome.com and click on the quiz button right at the top. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later in the show. Now, let's dig into this week's episode. Hey there, are you ready? Because today is the day when you start figuring out how to create a home you love right now with what you already have and in the home you're currently living in. I'm Sandra, your host of the Style Matters podcast, brought to you by Little Yellow Couch. And I truly believe that you should not put off living inside something beautiful and energizing and nurturing for some imaginary perfect time in your life. You need those things now. And to help you get started, go download our free guide that'll help you clarify what your style actually is. Now, I'm not talking about identifying a style category like farmhouse or boho. I'm talking about nailing down something specific and wholly unique to who you are. And at the end of the guide, I'll give you next steps on how to start putting that style to work. To get it, just go to littleyellowcouch.com and click on the yellow button right at the top. So welcome to Little Yellow Couch and the Style Matters Podcast. This community of listeners is your people. You found us and I am so glad you're here. This interview today is short and sweet and a little different than what you're used to. Today I'm talking with Rachel Robarge of the rental services company, June Homes. And there were several reasons why I wanted to talk with her. One, there are plenty of you listening out there who are longtime renters. And of course, you want and deserve a beautiful home, even if you don't own it. Two, maybe some of you listening have a kid or know a young adult who may be looking for their first apartment, and you know how challenging that can be, especially in the high-rent markets of bigger cities. And three, maybe you're like me, and you're taking or thinking of taking a long-term work vacation, and you need a place to rent. In case you don't know, my husband and I decided earlier this year that we needed to shake up our work-from-home routine and try working out of a different place entirely than our home outside of Boston. So as I'm recording this, I'm in my apartment in Taos, New Mexico on a month-long experiment of changing my environment while still keeping everything going with Little Yellow Couch. So anyway, when June Home reached out to us and we're presenting a new way of working in the short and long-term rental markets, I was intrigued. I'll let Rachel explain all of it to you. 
Rachel Robarge, welcome to the Style Matters podcast. I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation because we're going to talk about something I don't think I've ever talked about on the show before. Yeah, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, This is super exciting. Great. Uh, yeah, June Homes is definitely a niche uh, niche company, so I'm I'm excited to to dive into it. Yeah. Okay. So so what is it? Tell it. What what problem in the rental marketplace are you guys trying to solve, and what's the mission of June Homes? June Homes is an apartment rental service, and essentially what we're trying to do is fix the old fashioned practices of the rental market. Mm. So I think everyone on the tenant side is who has ever rented before is very aware of the issues of being a renter, right? Like being locked into a lease for Mm -hmm. in an apartment that's not that great. Maybe your landlord isn't answering you and you have issues with your pipes or whatever the case may be. I think every single person who's ever rented really has some type of story that aligns with that issue. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I've rented in both New York City and Chicago, and I now live in Boston and I haven't rented in Boston, but oh my gosh. I mean, the, the rental stories, it, it's so expensive, but then it's also complicated. And uh, yes, the problem with landlords. So yeah, I think anyone who's listening is shaking their heads going, yep, been there. Exactly, exactly. We will, we vet every apartment as we go through. So, you know, we're looking out for all of those issues before we even put a unit on our website. And you go in and you actually clean it up too. And I mean, with like paint and I mean, all kinds of like, so what, what, what do you do to some of these rental units that somehow you've gotten the landlords to let you do? Yeah. So we, what we call unify the, the <laughs> units. Sometimes we have to lay flooring. Sometimes yeah. we have to like rip out complete kitchens and put in some new cabinets. But most of the time we're, you know, we're freshening up the paint. We're making sure that you know, you have up-to-date faucets. And if you don't have a dishwasher, you know, having a faucet that has a sprayer on it. We really think about all those little things that make that renting experience that much easier and the functionality of the space that much better for you. Make it a little bit more cozy and make it feel a little bit more like your own space and not like you're just living in this box. So we're going to talk more about the design aspect of it. And that is, of course, your background as well is, is really on the design side of things. But before we do that, I want to just stick with where we're at right now and say, so what's in it for the the rental, the, the owners of these places? Yeah, so that's a, it's the main portion of our business. And I think landlords are really looked at as like the big bad wolf. Yes. Right? Like exactly <laughs> what I was saying, you know, they don't answer and there's all these issues that we need them to fix. And majority of the time, unless you're renting from a massive company, these landlords are, you know, mom and pops, they've either have these buildings passed down through their families, or mm. they've, you know, bought a, a building to, you know, get another stream of revenue for themselves. They, the misconception is that they're out to get you. And when really, they're not. And they're, we're here to help aid them to be able to make the process of renting out a unit that much easier for them as well. Yeah, yeah. And The other service you provide, which I think is really interesting, is connecting people with roommates if they want. Yes. The experience of renting an apartment 
through June Homes is very customizable. You can rent a private home, which are typically our one bedroom or studio apartments, or you can rent a shared home, which is our two or more bedrooms. And you can rent just a room in that apartment. So you'll be matched with other roommates who you know are choosing to live there as well. To make it even more of a customizable experience, you're not locked into a lease. You can lease from one to 18 months. You know, let's say they're moving to New York City for an internship or a residency that they're doing for, you know, four months. They have the opportunity to move into apartment for four months. With that, you can also opt to get your apartment furnished or unfurnished. So we provide all the furniture that you would need. We lay out the spaces prior. So when you're looking at the website, you can kind of look at the floor plan and say, okay, I can see that I'm getting a queen bed with a nightstand, a lamp, a desk perfect. I'm going to be working. So at least I'll have a desk as well. If you're living in a shared home, we also provide what we call our general items. So when you're sharing an apartment with other people, you know, you have to share your pots and pans and your plates and who's bringing this and the sofa and all of these different things. We're setting all of that in the apartment already. So you don't have to worry about that. So is there anything else I missed in terms of how just the mechanics of how this works? You can essentially, you know, find an apartment, apply and move in all within the same day if you had to be. I think the on-demand model that we have and the flexibility makes it so easy for people to be able to move at the drop of a hat if they need to. So I think that's the most important thing. And that's the thing that we're really trying to fix here in in the market because right now, you know, you get locked into a 12 month lease and let's say your job is having you, you know, go to California for a couple of months. What do you, what do you do? You know, you have to either sublet or you need to pay your rent. Now you're paying two rents. So it's really being able to be flexible with the lifestyles that we're starting to live now more in like the modern era, whereas the rental service is very outdated. Right. Right. Oh, it's such an interesting business model, really is. And I think people listening who do want to rent, or even like someone like me, who uh, you know, I'm 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 not a young person anymore, so I'm not looking for my my first rental or anything like that. But now that my kids are older, I'm looking to spend a couple months in a city away from the one I currently live near. You know, and uh, it would be great to just be able to have a furnished apartment that I can, you know, I'm going to spend the summer in San Francisco or, or whatever. Um, it's, it's, it's a really interesting model. And I can see why it would be appealing to different people for different reasons. You know, I've done a lot of Airbnbs and VRBOs and stuff like that for, for a week long vacation here or there, but, you know, wanting to spend a longer period of time, a couple of months in a different place, uh, the the interior matters to me. And of course it matters to me. I mean, I run this podcast, you know, I mean, I, my environment, it, it, it needs to be beautiful and it needs to have soul and all those kinds of things. And, and from looking at the photos of your, of your spaces, it looks like that's one of your specialties. Tell us a little bit about what we can expect from a design perspective in these homes. They are not just they don't feel like hotel rooms. Uh, and when I say hotel rooms, I mean like big box chain hotel rooms that are that are meant to be very kind of anonymous and, you know, with no particular point of view. They're, they're, they're the opposite of that. So tell us a little bit about your philosophy in that regard. 
Every single apartment is so unique depending on the city that you're moving to. We're in a bunch of cities across the country. We're in New York, we're in Boston, DC, Chicago, Austin, LA, San Francisco. So in all of these different cities, you get a lot of different types of spaces. You know, mm-hmm. in Boston, you get a lot of older colonials. Yeah. In DC, you have a lot more townhouses. In New York, you know, you have very interesting, very small spaces. So <laughs> being able to really cater to these spaces and how you're going to live in them is important. So there's really not like one fix, one box we could put our designs into because it really changes depending on you know, the space that we're using. In Austin, a lot of times we're getting like actual full homes. So, mm. you know, being able to fill those homes that way and working with the existing conditions, we really need to make what's already there be special, right? Like we're not ripping down walls. We're not completely renovating the entire apartment. So being able to showcase all of the details that are already there and just working around those parameters is what makes each June home special. Okay, putting on just your designer cap for a second. Um, tell us if you have any ideas on what renters can do to customize their space even further that, that's still kind of renter friendly. I do have people asking me this question. You know, they're afraid to paint. They're afraid to put a hole in the wall. They're afraid to do anything. or they And so they end up kind of... Um, living in this very temporary way that doesn't allow them to experience the the joy of living in a space that truly reflects who they are, which I think is so important. And it doesn't matter if you're renting or not. You need that kind of environment for yourself. So what are some ideas that people can use to, to, to do that? To the actual apartment itself, I think some of the things that you could do is changing out the cabinet hardware you know, mm-hmm. maybe changing out the faucet if if you're allowed yeah. to do that. Um, also getting that temporary peel and stick wallpaper and maybe just putting that on one of the walls. So, you know, you're not necessarily painting, but you are adding some kind of interest yes. to, to the space. Um, hanging curtains. That's also what the art that you're hanging on the walls. And I feel like one of the misconceptions that I always see when I talk to other people about interior design, they're like, oh, well, you know, I don't know how to design, you know, I know what I like, but you know, I I don't really know. And it's like, you do know, (laughs) because you, you know, your style is your style. And the more you bring yourself into a space, the more it's going to feel like you. When you see a piece of art that you really love, you bring that into the space, you know, put, put a really big piece of art in the wall. What is that going to do? It's going to transform that space. So I think when you're renting, bring in some good pieces of artwork, you know, bring in a nice, a nice sofa. Don't scale down because you live in a small apartment. Make sure that you're putting in like a normal sized piece of furniture and that's Mm. going to fill the room. And it's going to make more of a statement than putting a bunch of little tiny things into a space Mm. and it feeling overly cluttered. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Well, it's nice to hear someone in your position saying it's okay to hang things on the wall (laughs) because every, I don't know what it is about holes and walls, but people are terrified of them. Even if, even if they own their home, they're like, ah, I don't want to, you know, and I, I mean, it is so easy to spackle. It's, it's, it's really, and you know, if you do it right, the hole is going to be so tiny anyway. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. And there's so many of those different ways that you can like stick things on the wall and those hangers. Well, right now we've got command strips, which are fantastic. Yes. Yeah. When I was renting, those were my saving grace. I feel like I used them for so many things. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. So uh, looking ahead, you know, if you could predict the future, <laughs> mm-hmm. where do you think we're headed? I, I mean, I feel like June Homes is a response to the beginning of a shift through COVID people started, first of all, thinking about home very differently, but they also started thinking about where they work very differently. Now, there are, you know, lots of people who are still bound by a physical location, and they have to actually physically go into work, but so many other people are realizing that they can work basically from anywhere. So, you know, so the economy and job markets and COVID and climate change, even in terms of, you know, there are pieces of the country that are starting to become really flood prone and and therefore not as desirable for people moving to to certain coastlines. So where do you think we're headed? Kind of big picture in terms of how people are going to be thinking about where they want to live. I really think this almost, I don't want to say transient lifestyle, but being able to really hop around from place to place when you feel, you know, you need a little bit of a change is Mm -hmm. going, you're going to see that a lot more. And I think we already are um, with people working from home and working hybrid and, you know, companies have maybe having a few offices around the the nation instead of having, you know, one major large office Mm -hmm. is you're seeing a lot of that as well. You know, people going into, a, a smaller maybe like we work or something like that and being able to maybe bop around between a couple of different cities. Um, that's definitely something that we're seeing a lot more. And I think it's just going to continue to grow that way. So I guess that's, that's the other reason I kind of wanted to interview you is that June homes, like I said, feels like it's kind of at the beginning of a big transition. It's at the beginning of this change where we're going to be looking for shorter term places to live that still feel like home, that still allow you to feel like you are living in the city. It doesn't feel generic. It feels um, of the moment, of the time, of the place. And so I'm really excited to kind of keep my eye out on how all of this works out. I mean, how, how old is the company, June Homes? June Homes has been around since 2017. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you've got, you got a good number of years, five years, but it's, it's, yeah, it's on the cusp of something, which is pretty cool. Um, so, all right. So Rachel, uh, again, kind of putting your designer hat on or you're, you're, you know, speaking from a very personal place. Why does style matter? I love that question. Um, style matters because it's the expression of yourself and it's also a way to kind of hold landmarks of throughout your life. People are always more hesitant to express their own style through interiors. And I feel like because furniture is a little bit more of an investment. Right? Yes. Than a, than a blouse. You're, right. Exactly. Exactly. But you have to kind of look at it the same way. And if you see something, a lamp, a, a throw blanket, a piece of art that you really love, 
and maybe you find it at a thrift shop or you find some find it at some quirky store bring that into your space when you start bringing in things that you love into a space you really start to it all comes together when you think even if you think it won't it will eventually <laughs> come together and i feel like that's when you really start to see your style is when you start to bring all of these things you love into one space yes and and I'm sure you would agree with me, even more important if, if you're renting and it, you know, not to think of it as quite so temporary, but as a space that's important to you of the moment. Yes, exactly. Rachel, it's been a pleasure getting to know you and getting to know June Holmes. I, like I said, I'm going to keep my tabs on how it's going. And it, it's just a fascinating, fascinating model. Yes. Thank you for having me. Okay. I hope that was helpful and inspiring. Do check out our website, littleyellowcouch.com, where you can see photos and links from this episode, learn about my slow style approach to design, and grab your free style guide to get you started on your signature style today. Have a great week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.